Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And welcome to The Wibs. So Natasha, where are we recording from today? We are at This Is A Studio, podcast studio in Paran. And you will be able to visually see us now, which is very exciting as well. (laughs) So they've got everything all set up better than we have before, like we spoke about in the past. We used to be in a hot, sweaty little podcast studio. And now look at us. We're all grown up. We are in a bigger one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there is no sweat here today. Just good vibes. Not that we know of anyway. Yeah, well, and... (laughs) Secret sweats. (laughs) Gross. So today is going to be all about AI and we want to base this episode around AI friend or foe. Will your job be replaced by tech? Or the robots. All the robots. I don't know about you but I feel like it's surrounding me everywhere I go. Everyone is talking about the fact that we're all going to be obsolete and robots are taking over our jobs. Yeah, I'm like, well, we need us for something. Otherwise, what are the robots going to do? Exactly. The robots need friends. Yeah. No, but like literally everyone I've spoken to, like even from getting my hair done and just chatting and like the chat AI is just such a big thing at the moment that it's rather empowering a lot of teams or terrifying a lot of people. And we kind of wanted to really dig deep into this and kind of work out, well, can we use it as a friend or is it going to be, are we going to be replaced by it essentially? Yeah. I think, I don't know, my, my hot take on it because we all, we all need one is that it's not as bad as people are going to make out. I think we all, we have a tendency as humanity to catastrophize a lot of things and mm-hmm. I get it. And you know what, look, it, the change can be scary and there are parts of it that's like, oh, okay, this is going to change the way that a lot of people's daily life runs. But imagine what like say people like hanging around in like, I don't know, the 50s, whenever the internet was invented and they're like, this, this is going to really change things yes. for everyone. And it did. And it changed it at a rapid rate. And look, I think there is, there's fear around it, but it's fear because people don't know what to expect. And I think we, what we're hoping with this episode today is we want to sort of break down what you can do to feel a little bit more empowered around the AI revolution and knowing that it's actually always been like around us in the last like 10 years, it has been there. It's just become a lot more prevalent as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I know you've just like, we're going to calm everybody. But here is a stat that I read that literally made me go. <gasps> so I don't know how to say this, but Goldman Sachs. Yep. Goldman Sachs. You <laughs> nailed it. I just can't say Sachs and not laugh. I am so immature. <laughs> I need to grow up. I'm an adult. Like I do adult things now. Like I do my laundry. Imagine working at the Goldman doctors. Sachs every day and having to be like, hi. I'm a sack man. I just can't. I just, I'm not mature enough to say the word sack um, ever. So anyways, um, they, the economists (laughs) estimated that 300 million jobs would be displaced by AI. Look, it's a scary statistic. That's a lot. But to to counterpoint you, the data shows that the use of AI in many sectors of the businesses have grown by 270%. Now, I know that AI is looking to replace a lot of jobs, but it also means potential and opportunity. Like AI is something that comes very, very like second nature to us because I think a lot of people in e-commerce and in the marketing world, AI is probably not that new. Like we, we've used it to some capacity at some point. So for this, for us, it's not as like a, 
scary as like, I don't know, if I speak to my mum, I'm like, the robots are taking over. Like yes. it's a little bit different for someone that's not necessarily been involved in that tech space for a while. Yeah, and I get that. Well, look, artificial intelligence, basically it's what makes it possible for machines to learn from experiences. So they adjust to new inputs and they then perform human-like tasks. So uh, most examples that you'd probably hear about today would be like the chess playing computers. So mm-hmm. you can play against yourself or, you know, a robot uh, or self-driving cars, which we're starting to see everywhere now. Yeah. You, did you hear about that? Yeah. It's like TikTok? an Uber or something? Yeah. There was a TikTok the other day and this girl was literally standing on the side of the curb. She gets picked up by a driverless car and then just goes around. So terrifying. I, I wonder was... if I'd still get a bad rating. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, like you can see on Uber now, like the individual trips and when you get the one star and like. They're always the ones on the way home. Yeah, the 3 a.m. trips. They don't I do wonder. Well. <laughs> do you wonder? Is it me? Well, this could be a way to get your rating back up. The people there you go. won't upset <laughs> any of the driverless cars, so it's fine. But, yeah, essentially AI seems to basically be everywhere these days and that's, that's I guess, a synopsis of what it's all about. Yeah, and examples of how it's currently used, exactly what you said, like the self-driving cars, what's currently going, like I think that's going to be a huge um, shift in the automotive industry for sure. Mm-hmm. Um recruitment this is a big one i actually really wanted to talk about oh. it on the podcast because it is actually like it's actually a, an interesting way that can mean that recruiters themselves save a lot of time so essentially the way that's being used the most at the moment is that it goes through to the initial screening process so yeah how cool is that like they were saying that 75 percent of resumes are automated like they go through some like robot guy who realizes whether or not you're the right applicant for yes. the job but this is actually a life hack to know this for when you are applying for a job especially in like um i guess in like bigger yeah. like a bigger operation so say if you're going for a role like camp or whatever the hack is you need to figure out the algorithm for AI and if you have got the right keywords and yep. the right the right phrases, you mm-hmm. could probably be put at the top of the pile. Yeah. It's like reverse engineer resumes. Exactly. I like it. So you know, totally. pinpoint it and use it to your advantage. And we I think we spoke about this in our negotiation episode, but it's a it's a great way that. to kind of, you know, get the ball rolling here and figure out a way to hack the system. And I'm sure a lot of people in management positions or recruitment have used chat GPT oh, yeah. to write out your job posts. Oh my God, it's amazing. And if you haven't, do it. Honestly, I don't know why you do it yourself. It is so easy. You literally just write, um, hello, well, Penny, Penny actually I'm going to out you here. Penny actually talks to the robot like it's a friend. And you know why sure. though? Because so she they, says thank you. And they do just, take over. Like I was like, oh my God, I just wrote into it like it's Google. And I was like, write me a, um, you know, a job post for marketing manager for a blah, blah, blah industry, whatever it is. Like that's how you kind of, well, that's how I thought you kind of write to chat GPT. You but can. Penny. You can be, you can be cordial, but you, I mean, I do, I, okay. I do thank the robot. I say thank you. She butters and up I, the robot. I really, I'm trying to butter up the robot because I am afraid. She's terrified that they're going to take they're over. They're going to turn, like if they do turn on us, and I'm not saying that they will, but You've if got they, it in my head now. If they did, I, I mean, it doesn't hurt to be polite. Okay. Mm, I know, but they're robots. I just didn't think that they would take that. Well, they do reply. They I know. Seem to be I didn't thankful. realize. <laughs> I didn't realize until you told me that. I started saying thank you to Chat GPT. And then they started like replying me, like, thank you so much, Natasha. I was like, whoa. Yeah. They didn't say my name, actually. I put a bit of mayo on that. But they said thank you. you and know I was what? like, wow. They're getting there. They'll learn oh enough God, about terrified. you that uh, you'll get to that one on one friendship relationship with the robot. But the way that we use AI mostly, yeah, through definitely through uh, Chat GPT. It, I've, the way I look at it is like it's like a pocket assistant, mm. the way that you mm-hmm. can use it for yourself. It's those those ways to be able to level up your writing or to be able to, I guess, 
sense check things that you're yeah. doing. Like I use it a lot for product validation. Where I use it the most is framework. With me in particular the way I work, what I find the hardest is starting. And I feel like I just get so overwhelmed about I love a frame. Like once I've got a framework to work within, oh my goodness, it's like that's just the best thing for me because I've got yeah. it, I've got it ready to go. But that for me is the hardest part. I don't know how to start, how to I don't know what to do. Like sometimes you can just stay in that analysis paralysis for so long where you're like, how do I start? Am I doing the right thing? Blah, blah, blah. And you waste so much time. So now what I do is I will literally ask my mate, chat GPT, politely now, and I'll say, um, can you write me a framework for uh, – I'll give you an example. We had a podcast shoot where we were shooting videos for it and I was like, okay, can you write us a framework of how we would – film videos mm. for a content day for a women in business podcast and they gave us like all these frequently asked questions and look it's a framework I'm going to be really transparent and honest with it. it's a mm. it's a framework it will bring us into why they're not going to take over our jobs because robots don't have what we have and we'll go into that later in the episode but the way I would use it is use it as prompts okay they've given us like 10 questions that we can work with how do we make them our own? Yeah, you enhance on it. And I think the big thing, the big takeaway here with AI and how it's being used mostly at the moment for, for most industries is being able to optimise things in daily life. Definitely. It's not, you're not getting rid of humanity in its entirety. It's just about how do we level up what we're doing so then you can stick to focusing on things that you're amazing at rather than, I guess, the more admin uh, manual kind of processing tasks. That's Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying that one of the main ways AI can replace jobs is through automation. Mm -hmm. So any of those tasks that, you know, are repetitive, routine or require less like of that creativity, of that part of your brain that like puts that unique spin to it, those are most likely to be automated. You said before for product validation, there's even, you know, validators out there for business ideas. You said that to me, Penny. It was like it's called like validator AI and it's so cool because you can write in like um, I've got an idea to start a banana business I don't know where that came from but just go with me a banana just business go, 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 just, yeah banana you're business you're going to be a farmer spoiler yeah, I'm just going to just going to fuck up <laughs> these bananas so say you want to start a really cool banana empire and you're like okay I would just like to like run it past a robot and just see the pros <laughs> you're not sell, you're not selling it okay. yours okay yeah, you want to start a banana empire let's just roll with this metaphor cuz I like it and it's it's fresh it's mm -hmm. different we haven't heard of it before thank okay. you you want to start a banana empire mm -hmm. and i say my way I want to do it is I want to sell fifteen bananas fifteen different ways. Absolutely, you know, frozen, um, freeze dried, whatever you name it, I've got it. Yep. Okay. I'm Think wearing it like, a, box. A, like, like it. a perfume. I've got mm -hmm. it all. I put banana it perfume. That's what we're doing. Really? Yep. Like a banana lolly. Anyway, yes. we digress. We'll, we'll come back to that in yep. another episode. But we'll you flesh this out next time. You say the points of your business and what your banana empire is going to be all about, yep. and then it spits out an idea of all of the things that could be potentially right or wrong and pain points of this business, things yeah. you need to consider. Yes. And look, the, the product validator is savage and it will tell oh, you. It, I, I kind of what I used idea. it for. Like I, I think I even used it for my coaching business where I was like, hi, I'm starting a coaching business. And they're like, yeah, but what experience do you have? And I was like, oh. Uh, like, hurtful, but it, okay, helps robot. You, it helps you think and it's kind of like – condensing the um the universal opinion of the internet down into one thing yes and i really like that because it helps you be able to clearly see what the pain points are yes. but again this is what we're talking about when we're saying using ai it's to optimize your daily life because that could have taken me if i need to go and survey 20 different people on that it's going to take me a lot more time to be able to do that versus asking someone that's 
condensed all the voices of the internet down into one thing. Yeah, and isn't biased as well. That's the thing. It has no emotion. That's why it can be sometimes mean. Yeah, it's so hurtful. That's so that's a big part of it. So it's like how how can you how can you use it in your workforce? How are other people using it? Um, how can AI be utilized for positivity versus the negative that people think? You'll people say that um, AI is going to have a negative impact because people are going to lose their jobs. I personally believe and you know what you can take this clip and you and show me it you know in 15 years time or sooner when the robots are taking over but I believe that there will always be a part for creativity and emotion that's going to be able to drive and this is just going to make us more efficient in the workplace versus the other way around it's also going to empower a lot of business owners there's a lot of people that can't afford content writers that can't afford framework when you're starting a business you can barely afford lunch like so for you to be able to have a tool such as chat gbt or any of the ai tools that are out there we're just using that one because it's the most common but to be able to have that assistant who is next to you to help you grow your business, I believe it's going to empower more business owners than ever. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. And I also feel like we say this at the top of the episode, but change can be daunting, can be scary. Mm -hmm. I, I think that, you know, think about the invention of the car. You know, I'm sure like a lot of saddle makers were like really devo like, at the damn. time when like, like our horses are going <laughs> out of my saddles. Yeah, I was going to say buggies are out of style now. <laughs> Absolutely. But my point is, is that we just don't know what this wave of new technology is going to do in terms of opening up the job market. And in terms of the things that it does technically replace, I think this is a kind of a great segue into what we need to highlight for ourselves and we're looking at it from an individual level where we need to look at reskilling and upskilling to be able to prepare for what the changes are going to be in this job market. It's just about pivoting and I know that word pivoting was used so much during COVID but it is really important to pivot when these new things come. So AI is going to play a place in our life and in our careers regardless of what you guys do. And it's going to be a powerful tool for you to use. And I think looking at it positively and how you can use it as a resource versus something that's going to hold you down, I think is really important because again, creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, problem solving, like they can't solve all your problems. Yeah. I've tried and they just don't. Yeah, they, 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 they sometimes really create more for what you. What about when... <laughs> So we're, we're going to post a TikTok on this, but we, we asked it, um, we're like, oh, what can we ask this AI guy, hey? And we're like, can you, not that we want to, love you so much, babe, like, please don't, this isn't, like, we just was asking, okay, I'm digging myself a hole, but we were like, break up with my boyfriend for me. And just to see just if the they'd lol. give us some ideas, nothing. No, Nothing. couldn't do it. They said that they weren't able to because they're not able. Like they, they know their capabilities. Yeah, and I like that. They're, you know, they're acknowledging Quit our job. I, I asked, I'm like, can you write a letter to quit my job? And then he was, um, but the chat GPT robot, what did they say back? It was something like. Um, I can't do this for you. <laughs> However, these are some tips I would suggest. Yes. Which I, look, I like that they do that, but I think what what it's sort of saying to us is, okay, let's use AI as a resource here. We can also use it to be able to find a way to be able to help us to upskill, to look at reskilling. So say, for example, you're one of the industries that are there is a level of work that is going to be, I guess, replaced by technology here. We actually have now found resources that use AI to be able to help identify what skills are going to become obsolete over the next 10 to 15 years, which I think is amazing and mm -hmm. it's a great way to start getting prepared if you are feeling a level of anxiety about this because i know seen out there you know in different forums and across social media people are feeling that level of a lot of fear mongering yeah as well. and it's but it's tech anxiety and i get it so what 
what resource we've been looking at is called Future Skills. So it basically uses AI to be able to figure out what the, I guess, what the skills you need to develop in terms of the career title that you have or want to hold in the future. And then you can then look at where you need to kind of level up yourself. And I think that's a really cool way to, to go about it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm just looking at it now and it's like, it just always feels so weird whenever you're typing things into it because like they just remember so much. Like they remember so much and then they're able to tell you, they like give you so many, oh wait, they're asking for an image. I'm not going to send an image. Um, <laughs> they, they, they just, they just ask, they, the, the, what they're able to do, the ability they're able to do is so beyond what we can do as humans. And that's what I think the most important thing is. I think that, that okay, I've just put it in. <clears throat> so in 2030, I will be... X years old. We don't need to go into that. It's a bit personal. Come on, out no, it. Jokes. Are you I don't know. Be no, I actually just can't do the um the maths, and neither can the robot apparently. Um, but so <laughs> skills that will prepare me most for my job in 2030 is social perceptiveness, coordination, and persuasion. How cool is that? That's really cool. What did you put in for um, your job don't title? Don't ask because I went really fast because I was trying to do it all for doing the podcast, and I said I was an actor. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We are all about the professionalism here today. I just went really fast and I was like, okay, what are they, an A actor? And then it said my actor job has a 63% chance of growth by 2030. So that's cool. I love it. Okay, well, I've done one for marketing. So okay, let cool. me tell you by example. So marketing and sales directors. So in 2030, you will be 39 years old. Vom. God, okay. And the skills that would prepare you most for a, for this particular job in 2030 would be systems analysis, systems evaluation, and fluency of ideas. So when we talk about what that means, particularly when it comes to like the fluency of ideas, it's the ability to be able to come up with a number of ideas about a topic and the number of topics is important, not just their quality or correctness or creativity. So it's about being able to be diverse in your approach to be able to thinking of out-of-the-box ideas. The other side of it is the systems analysis, so determining how a system should work, how it changes in conditions and operations and the environment that will affect its outcomes. And I think that is a very poignant example of how and why humans are not going to be replaced by AI. Because when you think about it, a robot or, you know, a piece of technology can tell you what something is, how it works, how it functions, where it misses the, and where there's a gap in between that and humanity is the nuances. Mm -hmm. How does it work? How are people feeling? How is that going to be come across a different department? Like how do things work in reality versus what they are as black and white and on paper? It's, it's the difference between the theoretical approach and the actual, the practical approach of life. Definitely. And that's why we're always going to be able to play a part. And I think upskilling ourselves in AI is important now as well, because there's going to be a lot of misinformation about it. And mm -hmm. if you're looking to, you know, um, progress in your roles, start a business, it's going to be a huge tool for you. So uh, an example of that is say you are, um, you know, you want to, you want to show, you know, your boss or your, your team that, you know, how you can utilize it better. I'd strongly suggest, you know, I know you don't want to kind of tell them what you, how many of the things you've been doing through ChatGPT because <laughs> you're going to at yourself. But it's also really important because you could end up, you know, revolutionizing a huge business with one AI tool. And then that's your, like, that's your huge impact that you've been able to make is through AI. Yeah. Like use it as a way to make impact. I don't think it needs to be, we're not against it. It's not our foe, it's our friend. Like use it to make an impact. Yeah. And I also, I want to put something out there right now. I think that when people will say, oh, you don't want to tell people that you're using this like AI, you don't want to tell people that you're using this product. 
I actually think that it's a silly thing. Like I think we should be supporting it and celebrating it because mm. it's like me saying, oh, I didn't Google something. I actually went down to the library and borrowed an encyclopedia instead of Googling it myself. We have always been such big advocates. If you don't know something, Google it, figure it out, find your how. Absolutely. And I think this is just another tool in the suite of 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 like digital opportunities for yourself that you can then use it to upskill yourself. Like I'm not not saying I'm going to use chat GPT to, to become a brain surgeon because, you know, that would be socially irresponsible. But where mm. it can help me and, and where it can grow, why not use it? It's a hack. Absolutely. There's no shame in the AI game. I tell you right now, I will use it many times as possible and I you will start to learn I think we're going to start learning the language of AI I think it's really early now so we're not going to know it yet but I reckon it's going to be a time where we're going to be like hmm okay or even do you know what I use it for so sometimes I'll just post it into the the chat GPT and I'll just be like hi can you make this sound nicer yeah <laughs> but it's I know it sounds really bad but like I don't know. I know I can sound direct sometimes in emails and I need a little bit of fluffing. So use it as a fluffer. Use it as a fluffer. But you know what? Use but AI as your fluffer. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is that is the episode title. Yeah. Use AI as your fluffer. Yeah. I like it. I Bring like it. it right back to that. So essentially to kind of summarize this episode, what you want to do when it comes to AI, you want to look at being informed, staying on top of the latest trends and developments in AI and in your industry in particular. I think it's really important to be industry specific when you're looking at this. Um, but you also want to start looking at, I guess, how you can build out your your career and your professional network by being able to figure out a way to not be replaced by AI by supporting yourself through networks and through communication and opportunities there. Use it as a support network and there's a lot of free resources out there. You don't need to – I've been seeing a lot of like paid AI courses going around now. I don't know. I'm not a tech person so I don't actually know. Maybe there's there's more to it but I've had a look into some of them and a lot of them – a lot of these hacks you can you can learn through TikTok. Like TikTok, the whole – there's a whole section on ChatGPT and like all these cool ways that they're using. I spoke about it last time in the um, in our email episode but like being able to use Zapier, which is an automation tool, and ChatGPT and your emails. Like there are so many cool syncs and funnels and ways that you can use it to automate your day that I think is so important. And I think it's something that, you know, you can you can self-teach yourself through literally TikTok, Google, obviously, like YouTube. But I don't know, I'm a TikTok scroller and it always comes up on mine. I've hit that side of the algorithm. Yeah. I think so too. I think we're both <laughs> seeing very similar things at the moment with AI and tech and, and automation in general. But I, I know I feel like I feel like it. Not all hope is lost. I I really want people to walk away from it with it's the, a positive, exactly. And there's opportunity within it. Yes, like change can be difficult. There can be some scary sides of it when it comes to looking at what the future landscape of employment and what your job might be. But I promise you that if you're using it and you're finding ways from now. To basically find the opportunities and the way that you can collaborate between humans and AI, I promise you not all is lost. No, no, no. So to conclude the episode, plot twist, AI is your friend. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's not your foe. We are not anti. No, we are pro-AI. I think it's going to be a huge, I think it's going to make more of a positive impact on businesses than negative. Again, you can use this sound clip and throw it in my face later, but oh well, I've no. said a lot worse. You know what though, <laughs> the main thing is we figured out is we just have to be adaptable. Yeah. That's the main thing. If you had to take away one thing from this episode on how you can work with AI and your professional career, it's knowing that being adaptable, being able to learn new skills, being able to figure out how you're going to be able to take on new roles within your organization, within your business itself, be able to find those gaps to stay relevant and valuable. 
that's the thing to take away from this. Absolutely. And to start a banana perfume business. Absolutely. That, that's that, I would say that was a key takeaway, but that's okay. <laughs> um, please remember to subscribe to us via Spotify, Apple, wherever you can use podcast but we will be in your ears from next week please please rate and review send to a friend it would mean the world to us and we will catch you next wednesday bye bye